Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to what's been a sort of exciting day for Red Bull and Formula One, even if it was probably the longest launch build-up we've had in history. I'm John Noble, F1 editor of motorsport.com, and I'm joined by Autosport's F1 editor, Matt Q. We've got a lot to discuss today, with Red Bull having held its 23-season launch in New York, and also announcing one of F1's most recent worst-kept secrets with a new partnership with Ford. So, let's go back over the last, I think it's been nearly an hour or so, uh, Matt, what did you make of that launch? Long, like you say, John. Uh, the last year's launch, we were so excited to see the new cars, and that seemed to really drag on. Um, and then Red Bull gave us more of that, really, but only in New York City. So there's a bit more hype around it. But you know, we heard from the skateboarders and uh, and the, and the skiers, and lots of interference from the microphone touching on a presenter's earring, which is some of those things that can't be helped. But it. It did drag on before we got an awful lot of insight. We saw several Red Bull Formula One cars. We saw we saw the one we thought we were waiting for, but when that arrived, it wasn't the one we were waiting for either. So um, can I be really snobbish and say for the wider audience, perhaps launching it in New York City, it, it, it did the job and sort of introduces the brand a bit more, but... But, you know, um, you had to scroll in comments at the side of the feed, and I think we were we were sort of in that camp, John, just by sort of clock-watching a little bit before anything actually happened. But, you know, modern Formula One, more is more, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I don't, don't think it's a bad thing. I mean, having an F1 car launch in New York, if you go back five years, ten years, it would have been pretty unheard of. You probably have had two people turning up, and one of those would have been a, a policeman giving them a parking ticket, probably. So I think the fact it's working like that, I think it's great for Formula One. The team called it a season launch, they claimed it was the RB19, but when you look in the details of the car, the changes look minimal. And I think one of the big giveaways this year is the, the rear view mirrors. We've got bigger mirrors this year. So any team that rolls out its 22 car, it's, it's, it's an instant giveaway. Um, it's got a new livery, though. Do you like the livery? Are you disappointed we've got to wait a little bit more to see the car? Uh, I'm always disappointed that we've got to wait you know, see the finer technical details, but that that's par for the course now, whether it's, you know, Red Bull not turning up with those really sort of cut out side pods until Barcelona testing or, or Mercedes last year, not doing their full concept till Bahrain. I know we don't have the two tests this year, but you're used to waiting. And I don't care what 
anyone says. I know you've had the camo liveries before, but the whole point of Red Bull being an F1 is to boost the brand of the energy drinks company. So I wasn't expecting a fluorescent green livery with, with you know, a boldly dramatic design. We will get that because they've announced that um, there'll be three sort of fan liveries, but obviously it's all about, it's all about pushing the advertisement. You have that by consistency. Okay, they've gone from like white to yellow outlines in the past and a and that paint, but you, you you sort of knew what you're getting with with um, Red Bull, and anyone who's sort of disappointed that it's not, you know, a, a, a wildly different scheme. I guess you know, politely, are probably kidding themselves. We always sort of nuts and bolts knew what we we're going to be. Still, you know, as we'll come on to, it's a poorly kept secret, but we knew we we're going to get the Honda logo and and all the sponsors. So um, I suppose I suppose it's it's a good thing that it has it has a consistency and a bit of bit of recognition, um, even if it's even if it's nothing sort of dramatic when they roll out in Bahrain for the first test the car's going to look very different and yeah. I reckon even for the first race there'll be a few secrets because Adrian Newey never disappoints Red Bull's one of the most aggressive when it comes to aero development and I think we knew when when the launch was going to be one of the first you knew it wasn't going to be the, the brand new car because I can't imagine uh, Chris and Horner going to the aero department saying yeah we'll, we'll have three weeks to launch the car and scrap all that development time so not really unexpected but the team's coming off the back of a pretty dominant season. Reliability cost it at the start of the season. It was a heavy car. They took the weight off and they were in pretty much in a class of their own until Mercedes got his act together towards the end of the year. But also a winter of a bit of punishment for the cost cap penalty, the less aero development time. What, what do you think they're going to be this year? Are, are Mercedes the dark horse or a Red Bull got enough in hand, do you think, to keep at the front? Uh, I'm going to be an optimist for the good of the championship and say that we will have more of a battle. But if you look at where you know where the teams are coming from, Red Bull 17 race wins, such a you know they're on such a pedestal. To fall off that is is completely is would be you know so dramatic. And uh, um, and then you've got from the other way around, Mercedes have such a step to climb. Interesting that I think both of us jump into conclusions that Ferrari might not will be in the mix, but it's more likely Mercedes that will be the main challenger there. Um, I know that Toto Wolff has gone with the narrative of playing down expectations for this season and that tallies with last season when everyone thought Mercedes were playing it down and then they actually were, you know, really not where we thought they would be or, or massively behind the curve. Um, I expect this to sort of revert to pre-2022 spec Mercedes where they're playing down their chances a little bit more. Things are heading out that, you know, that they're... they're pleased by the simulator numbers and, and feel that, you know, despite the end of last season, there, there were peaks and troughs in performance, still the inconsistency, still the bouncing in Abu Dhabi. I think there will be a, a marked step forward to bring that gap. And obviously, as you said, with the cost cap and, and you know, Red Bull being punished for success with the sliding scale of the aerodynamic testing regs, there will be like a convergence. But it's so they were so dominant and well, Max Verstappen was so dominant you know, looking at a swing of like a second a lap in some case, and, and that that's such a massive amount of time in, in the context of Formula One. But, you know, everyone, even even Red Bull fans, surely want to have their Sunday afternoon spiced up a little bit by having a closer competition. That will make the wins more satisfying. So I, I'm going to go with that side and say, yes, it, it will it will be closer because because losing that aero time is even, even for, you know, Adrian Newey and Pierre Vachet, like it's such a great, technical team it's it's a massive massive hit in all in what are already like constrict a constricted window so you have to think you know for for the validation of these new rules and that sliding scale you have to think it will hurt red bull 
significantly and, and tangible for us as viewers, commentators, fans, whatever. I mean, today wasn't just about the car launch. We also got confirmation that Ford's plan to tie up with Red Bull. Um, the American char- car giant is becoming a partner in what's been known as Red Bull Ford powertrains, supplying both Red Bull and Alfa Tori from 2026 to at least 2030. Um, work's going to start immediately. So Ford are going to get entrenched with Red Bull at their Milton factory, help develop the new engine, work on the internal combustion engine and the 350 kilowatt electric engine. Um, they're also going to look at battery cell technology, software systems. So there's a lot of, a lot of Red Bull um, assistance can be given going forwards and as well as marketing and a, a big name back in Formula One. Um, you know, manufacturers are always quite popular in Formula One. Matt, it's good news for Formula One, isn't it? Yeah, massive news. Um, you know, I, I, it, it's such it's such a turnaround that one, it's Ford who have sort of you know were almost laughed out of F one after their last participation in the Jaguar guys, and and not only is it Ford, but it's actual Ford if if you like, because last time it was you know through the front of Jaguar, so you know trying to market to Americans like British saloons with lots of wood and lots of leather, whereas now now it's proper Ford, and it's funny like I, I know it's a slight tangent, but I remember at the Goodwood Festival of Speed a few years ago, speaking to from people from Volkswagen said, we want to market our cars and we're going to do it through lifestyle of people being on the beach and, and at a skate park and on a BMX because that's how we're going to advertise it now as, as a you know well, lifestyle brand. So to actually have motorsport and the win on Sunday, sell on Monday adage being back at the forefront, yes, through Netflix, but also the sustainability drive and, and as a marketing platform. And we've just heard Jim Farley, the CEO and president of Ford, saying this is how we're marketing ourselves to a younger, new generation. It's through, you know, going around in circles and winning and dynamic, dynamic motorsport. You know, okay, it keeps us in a job. But that's, that's so good to hear as a, as a validation of F1 and, and sort of such a, such a turnaround and where it was. And obviously, Timing of the announcement, we've just had the FIA uh, talk about the new engine manufacturers confirmed for 2026, so nailing on Audi. And although, you know, the time is running out, the fact that Porsche and Honda are floating around and, and Ford coming on as well, it's, it's, you know, Formula One is in is really, really good shape at the minute. And, and that's very, very pleasing. Now, for readers of Autosport and Motorsport.com, uh, you wrote a nice piece this morning about the Red Bull Ford deal, why Ford gave them what Porsche couldn't. Um, obviously, those talks collapsed last summer. What What is your conclusion from it? What What does Red Bull get out of this Ford deal that it wasn't getting from Porsche? Uh, without being too facetious, money and not much else, but that's exactly <laughs> what they want. So there will be like, you know, it's called a strategic and technical partnership on Red Bull powertrain specifically. So you can look at that. You know, Porsche wanted to buy half the race stream, so Red Bull Advanced Technologies. And that would have meant certain things. Obviously, you know, if you look at like the 919 hybrid project, yes, that was Porsche ran by Andreas Seidel. But if you speak to the people involved, they're like, it was our Skunk Works car with a couple of Porsche stickers on it. And so that everyone could root the success from that. And that's not what Porsche were coming to the table with this time. They wanted to be very heavily involved. So if you're Christian Horner, you've got to have your Stuttgart counterpart. And and whether that means you've got, for your Helmut Marco, you've got to have your German counterpart or someone to just cancel out what Helmut Marco says because, you know, that sometimes that can be outrageous or, or a bit sort of, it's, it's not, not as corporate as Porsche would like it. And, and, in principle, those wants are fine, 
But when Red Bull was at that point in time, you know, running away with both championships and, and such a successful formula that's worked so well, it's the only team since Mercedes to win in Formula One, you know, in the past decade, it was totally reasonable for Red Bull to go, we don't want to disrupt that. So thanks, but no thanks to Porsche. Ford, you know, they'll get their logos and I'm sure you can expect a, uh, what's the current car, a Ford Puma Red Bull MV 2025 edition, something like that. So they'll get the marketing from that, but they will be laissez-faire. They won't be too interventionist with Red Bull powertrains, which we know has already put the, you know, the the engine on the dyno. So if they can have the money and investment, which you know, let's not beat around the bush. It's, you know, Red Bull co-founder Dietrich Mateschitz has died. They need to secure a long-term future, which wasn't necessarily in in doubt without the Ford ownership, but it certainly secures it. So you've got that coming in, but it's hands off. You know, Jim Farley is not going to be micromanaging. This will not be a repeat of the Toyota flop where you've got the operation in in, in uh, the UK, but then Japan trying to manage it remotely and that massive clash of cultures. But, you know, Ford does have vast depths of resource, money, some, you know, some expertise in electric powertrains, whether that's from the road cars or, or from the World Rally Championship with the Puma. So where that is applicable, they will have an input, but you know, Red Bull be allowed to to do their own business and, and not be bankrolled fully, but having that investment assured up finances and, you know, in turn sending Daniel Ricciardo to do a show run in, in Michigan to support Ford. That's a really nice partnership and, and works well for both parties. And, and, and like I said in my piece, you know, it's not that Porsche's attitude to F1 was wrong by any means, but Porsche's attitude to working with Red Bull, uh, that wasn't going to work, which is why they've gone their own separate ways. And, and, you have to you know, have to think that through the process of due diligence it won't be the same with Red Bull and Ford. That's a wrap from Red Bull. So if Hass and Red Bull having held their launch events, we've still got eight to go. Next up's a new Williams livery launch on Monday, which should be interesting if the rumours are true, followed by Alfa Romeo's reveal of what's expected to be a new look car for 23 the day after. Um, here are the dates for these upcoming launches. We'll be covering them all on this channel. So don't forget to click the subscribe button if you haven't done so already. Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.